Hello and welcome to Death of a Thousand Cuts Couch to 80k Writing Bootcamp Week 2, Day 6. Congratulations! You're at the end of a second week. I know for a fact some people won't have made it this far. Um, and I'm not su suggesting you celebrate uh, their uh, failure. Um, but you've hauled yourself through, you've turned up, you've done yourself that kindness. And you've honoured your writing aspirations. A habit is forming. Well bloody done. And you know, if you do get an extra kick, a little boost from that feeling of schadenfreude, imagining the blooded bodies of your peers lying about you as they uh, as they flake out while you continue going, then by all means, it would be churlish of me to deny you that motivation. Now, free writes, a final word. A, a free write is a way of bypassing the inner critic. We've established that, but it's also a way of bypassing uh, procrastination, lethargy, fear, confusion, all the bad stuff that stops you writing. But... Let's remember, most of the time, things like your inner critic and procrastination have a positive intention. The inner critic is trying to prevent you from making a mistake. It's you or your brain or whatever metacognitive ontological model you want to use, trying to protect you from embarrassment, disappointment and pain. That's a... that's... A, a uh, superficially nice thing to do, right? It's certainly, it's doing it for a reason. And the same with procrastination. You think of writing, you feel discomfort, apprehension, fear. Procrastination distracts you, maybe comes up with something else extremely urgent that needs doing, coaxes you towards Facebook or YouTube uh, or the biscuit tin. Believe me, I'm an international grandmaster when it comes to the art of feeling better by feeling less. Distraction, numbing addictions, inertia, punctuated by deep pits of grinding worry or just this pervasive fug of crappiness of feeling you're not quite living your life as you like. Um, That is me. I know that. I've grown extremely familiar with those unhelpful thought patterns and tactics. And the free write is, is just one way of fighting back or just breaking a little gap in those clouds. Um, here's when to use the free write in life as well you couldn't use it not in life obviously unless you have some uh, second intradimensional self that is able to write outside of life. Um, but here's where I would suggest using it as a weapon against all those psychological tendencies that serve to frustrate you on the path to getting some effing writing done and feeling good about yourself. And you should feel good about yourself anyway because you're a wonderful person. You're a miraculous person just by virtue of existing and being alive. And I want to say to you now, your self-worth is not contingent on writing. Don't ever let it be. You are super great. But you might get some pleasure out of having written. And here's how you can use the free write to do that. One, you can use it as part of getting up in the morning routine. Now, this is the one I've done the least. And I feel like it's you know, it's important for me to be honest about that before I start advocating it. Because a lot of writers, they will give writing advice that really is the writing advice they wish they followed. And they're trying to, like, say it to you to make them follow it. And that is, I'm no different, but I think it's, it means that a lot of writers give advice that is a bit unrealistic because it's not stuff they ever do themselves. So I'm trying to be honest about that. Now, you know, especially at the moment, like, I'm, I'm woken up at the moment by the yells of my daughter bouncing up and down in her cot which is lovely, but um, I include this sort of, sometimes I think it was called like morning pages, this technique here, because I know not everyone is a night owl like me. I, I, I know uh, writers like, uh, I think it's like Natalie Goldberg in, uh, is it Writing Down the Bones? Uh, I've got it on the show. Yeah, Writing Down the Bones and uh, uh, Dorothea Brand have famously talked about setting your alarm half an hour or an hour earlier. Then when it goes off, just getting up, 
without washing or dressing or reading the news or speaking, just sitting down and writing whatever comes pouring out. And, and that can be a good way to get started, I'm sure. It means you've won the day. From that point on, throughout the day, you've already done some writing. You, you know, you're all... It, it helps you feel writerly, right? Because you've always done a bit of writing in the day. Um, and certainly when I've gone on week-long writing retreats, I try to get up early. If you can get a couple of hours in before breakfast, then work all morning till lunch, you might knock out 2,000 words. Then you can use the afternoon for poems or fun exercises or whatever. But that's always been the way round I do it, right? The project writing first, the work I guess uh then the free writes the prompts the speed poems after as my pudding and only on retreats where I've got a completely free schedule it's not as realistic in my everyday life but if you're wanting to build your confidence as a writer and you're not too bad at getting up in the morning especially if you know you spend a good 15 to 20 minutes farting around on social media each morning and it never makes you feel especially good who I mean that that is everyone right like nobody nobody gets on social media in the morning and it makes them feel super great, right? But look, look, you could do a lot worse than assigning 10 minutes to a general free write, timing it and just going each morning. I'm only slightly reluctant to push this as a tactic because A, I don't do it myself, so it feels rather dishonest. And secondly, I think over the years, it's been intensified into this slightly mystic, life-changing practice that you're going to somehow commune with your inner voice in the morning and the, the tragic beauty of the world will spill out onto the page. Look, if it works for you, fantastic. But this whole course is meant to be full of achievable advice. The number of creative writing manuals that give an exercise where it's like, for the next month, rise an hour early and spend that time responding to the following prompts. Fuck you! You get up an hour early, wanko. That is a shit exercise. And I'm not convinced it's necessary. Certainly the author definitely has not ever done that. And look, I've managed to write several books without ever doing it either. So look, if it works for you, lovely. Go for it. Enjoy it. It could be a really pleasant way to start the day, but don't feel like you're not a proper writer if you're not doing it. Or that if you do it, it will definitely have some hugely transformative effect. You can do these processes any time of day. Secondly, free writes can be a handy way of discovering what you already know but haven't quite put into words. So, if you're working on a novel, you can come up with a few headings relating to what the novel is, you know, maybe um, some characters' names, uh, some locations that you know you're going to have scenes in, maybe particular moments or plot points or conflicts you've got in your head, maybe key items, whatever. Uh, and you take each of those headings, you can make as many as you want, and, and you do a 10 or 20 minute free write for each of them and you can write without pause without thinking too hard uh you know all the ways that we've talked about doing free writes you don't worry about spelling punctuation grammar all that stuff and you get those associations down and you allow yourself to be playful to contradict yourself and you see what you come out with it's it's basically just a text-based combination of mood boarding and writing a synopsis stuff will come out and you'll get some little bits of flavor you can think out loud on the page and not worry you'll forget the processes you went through um, there'll be more clarity because you're having to write it down and reflect on what you're writing later on it's a nice low pressure way of learning about your world and working through plot problems exposing contradictions in your thinking it's great for that and sometimes you'll get the first drafts of an actual scene coming out you know three you can break a block 
in a scene, a point in the story where you're stuck by opening a new file or turning to a new page, setting a timer for 10 or 20 or 30 minutes and continuing from the point you were stuck at using the free write technique. So just switching modes and writing in this unfiltered a blast of crapola, not worrying about continuity or what you had planned, not worrying if you switch topics, not worrying if you switch tenses, not worrying if you switch to the first person or you switch to a whole different scene. It doesn't matter. You just have a non-canon romp with it. Yeah, It's a good way, again, to think out loud, to break the tension and to push forward. And because you're messing about, it's humorous, right? So I think having a sense of humour about these problems always helps. And I think humour is a naturally creative mode that makes you feel less tense you loosen up you're being funny you're sticking things together you're going what would be a stupid thing to happen now that's quite a good question to ask to prompt creativity finally look i think free writes can be great because there's no prep required um we often think of our writing in terms of daily quotas and if we get distracted or procrastinate then the whole day can feel like a write-off and we decide ah i will start in earnest tomorrow be honest have you ever done that you could balls up the day you kind of like just farted around a little bit you're starting to feel like shit and then you imagine tomorrow being a better day and you go I'm going to write off today make that decision and, and then you start fantasizing about how great tomorrow is and, and how you're going to double your effort tomorrow to make up for the shitty effort today now I, I think that is always a losing strategy um, but a 10 minute free write reminds you that there's always space to do something, no matter how late you've left it, no matter how much you've farted around. And it is better, always, always. I fundamentally believe this. Um, in all my writing experience, this is what I know to be true. It is always better to do something than nothing. If you're feeling bummed out and you have your notebook or just a scrap of paper or your laptop nearby, the moment you notice yourself feeling down about it, realising time's got away from you, whatever, you can just count down. The moment you notice, you just count down five, four, three, two, one, and you start a 10 minute free write. Bang. You just go. But whatever you like, it doesn't matter. You're writing. You, you that's you just got to break out of that like inertia and ugh, you know that feeling, that sticky, gross feeling of like, oh, I can't write. And if you're if you practice that habit, right, of overriding that doubt with a quick blast of prose, and it doesn't matter. You could do five minutes if you liked. You could download a little meditation timer app on your phone and have preset timers for three, five, ten, and twenty minutes, right? And then you got it on your phone ready, and you can just go bang, press the app, start, right? Two two presses, and you're there. And then you're sitting down, you know, imagine you're sitting down in a cafe waiting for a friend. You get out your phone and your little notepad and a little biro. Three minutes to a free write. Bang, you've done three minutes. It's You will always feel better after that. Always. Um, you don't have to build this rigid structure of targets. You don't have to um, clear space for perfect days. Although, look, there is a uh, benefit to having these longer days where you can start building up momentum and um, they're not necessary and, and momentum is a funny thing you can build it up simply by turning up and doing tiny amounts and then letting your brain the flywheel just keep it ticking around it's all pennies in the piggy bank just in case you haven't got the point I, I think this is the thing to take away from this week more than anything else in fact this is what I would take away this might be one of the most fundamental things I can teach you in the entire course and it's not really teaching I'm supposed to I'm teaching it you in the sense I'm trying to prove it to you through doing. And I think if once you get this into your head, it's going to 
it's going to make your writing life, it's going to take some tension out and it's going to make it clear. Whenever you're stuck, it's going to make it clear what to do. And I think that's 90% of the battle is just sort of going, oh, what do I do? A day with some writing, no matter how little, is better than a day with no writing. This is not about like getting 10,000, 15,000 word days. It's just about turning up at least once to the page. I've got a calendar on my wall. Uh, that's not, you know, that's not a boast in itself. I'm, you know, fairly conventional place to keep a calendar, a fairly conventional object to own. But I mark up each day I've remembered to meditate and each day I remember to exercise and each day I remember to write. And, and I've just been noting it up and I've been trying to get chains. I've been trying to chain together days. Uh, and it doesn't matter how much or how well I do any of those activities. It's just about turning up. But as a result of doing that, I've been doing more and better of all of those activities. So look, for this final free write, and thank you for coming with me this far. I really appreciate it. Um, I hope this is useful to you. I, I, you know, we are all in this together as writers. And I think uh, I that's why sometimes people go sometimes people kind of like uh have this slight suspicion of writers uh, why are you so keen to share writing advice why is it this profession that people feel strangely compelled to kind of talk about what they do and tell people how to do it well one it's because we're it's very lonely right we do it on our own and so it's just this is just a way of building a community that a lot of other jobs take for granted um secondly it's because it's fucking hard and uh, it's not as obvious how to do it. And it's, you know, I, I'm, I've i always been, throughout my whole writing life, been looking for advice, been searching for those people who can, you know, for mentors who can help me out. I'm desperate for it. So, I'm, you know, I do this partly because I because of an absence of really, really good prose fiction writing advice on the internet. Um, and, and, and thirdly, I think it's important because, believe it or not, the stories you have to tell and the characters you have to bring to life and the themes and experiences you want to turn into fiction and stories and and living worlds with all the exciting complicated dialectic of fiction where it's you know where it's you know the good and evil and what is important and the themes the, it's not obvious it's not like writing a, a polemic like a a, a you know, a slam poem where you've got one position, you just hammer it. Novels are complex things and, you you know, with divided loyalties and your ideas for what you want to write about, I, I can't emphasise this enough, they are so important. <laughs> they really are, they really, really are. Like, you are the only combination of experiences and particular viewpoints and ideologies and feelings and this particular historical place and time that there is you know you you're, you know you're unique in that respect and that you have this kind of communality uh, of experience with all human beings um and only you can write what you do and but you know dickens was a great writer but he's dead he can't produce any more work so it's only us right it's only us folks the living who can continue to contribute to the canon and um, talk about this time, what it's like to be alive as a human right now, because we'll be gone one day and then we can't contribute to that. And there'll be writers in the future who'll write about what it's like being a human to them then and there'll be a link between all of us, but it's up to us to do this, right? And so we have to fucking sit down and do the work. So um, for this final free write, I'd like you to go to that list of objects you came up with on day six. Do you remember? 
you can pause and take some time to find it. But remember, we did that list of objects, of cool objects. Um, get get one of those and uh, pick one. Uh, I don't think too much about it. it. There's no right answer. Really, any object on that list is fine. Anyone will do. Uh, write its name at the top of a new page. And I'd, I'd also like you to, uh, without thinking about it too much, pick an emotional tone for this free write. Is this going to be happy, sad, regretful, angry, sensuous, coldly reserved? Make a choice and commit strongly to it. You've got no restrictions on whether it's third person, first person. It could be in the voice of the object. It could be uh, a scene where the object is involved. It could be a complete stream of consciousness um, riffing off the topic. Whatever you want, you are absolutely unrestricted in terms of what you write but you've got that as your title you've got a strong emotional tone that you've picked uh doesn't have to fit with the object at all um have you got it all right are you ready 10 minutes go
And that's it. I hope that was useful, seeing how, with a couple of restrictions, you can adapt the energy of the free right to engaging with a specific topic or mood. I should say, um, don't worry if any of these exercises have gone particularly badly for you. If you've been got stuck or things haven't come out, don't feel guilty or that, you know, especially I'm, I'm kind of conscious when I go, well done at the end of it, that you might be feeling absolute shit about yourself and then are imagining, oh, everyone else found that easy. I was a bit confused or stuck. Every time I teach a course, there's always... There's always a few people who uh, don't understand the concept or find an uh, exercise particularly difficult. And imagine uh, it, that reveals something fundamentally broken in their creative soul. And, and you know, I'll have a one-to-one -one session with them and they'll sh t shamefully and very occasionally tearfully confess, oh, I couldn't do it. What's wrong with me? And and it's like, oh, actually, everyone has said that to me <laughs> today. Um, and they go, really? I thought it was just me. I thought I was stupid. No, no, it's a quite a hard exercise. Some of these exercises won't go as well as others. Don't worry. We're, we're, we're going to build on stuff and we're building on skills. But it is not assumed that you are finding all of these super easy and are just like trending upwards. I, As I remember, as I said at the beginning, of this at some stage you are going to hit a wall you are going to have um some doubts some lag times you may even kind of like fall off the wagon a little bit and uh and have to sort of re-engage with the course later on all of those things are possible don't worry all i want to say to you is well done you know uh i hope this is proven you know that this is a nice way of being original and surprising and loosening the blockages around your big ideas but you've done well my friend. Treat yourself to a lovely cup of tea or your favoured equivalent. I'll see you next week.